Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman! Strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can leap tall buildings at a single bound, trace a speeding bullet to its target, then steal in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. And now to our story. When Dr. Walter Roebling's amazing voice machine was smashed by his vengeful nephew, the elderly inventor expressed the feeling that the damage could never be repaired. The machine, a mass of twisted steel and tangled wires, had been struck a savage blow with an iron crowbar and seemed to be ruined. After Dr. Roebling's nephew had been turned over to the police and Editor Perry White had gone back to the Daily Planet office, Kent looked on in the basement laboratory of the inventor's suburban home as Dr. Roebling's trembling fingers attempted to make order out of chaos. Far into the night, he watched the intricate mechanism slowly take shape and form. The hours slipped by, and the first gray light of daybreak appeared in the east. Somewhere in the house, a clock struck five. No, Kent, I'm, I'm afraid it's a hopeless task. Why do you say that, Dr. Roebling? Well, when I built the machine, Kent, I, I worked for the set of diagrams, but well, I was afraid once it was finished that somehow the diagrams might fall into the hands of the wrong people, and, and so I, I destroyed them. I, I burned them in the fireplace. Now, as a result, everything I do must be done from memory. Oh, I'm sure that doesn't hinder you. My memory doesn't serve me as well as it used to, Kent. Now, this wire, for instance. I can't recall in which terminal the other end belongs. Well, if one doesn't work, try the other. There are 9,000 connections in this machine. 9,000 chances to be wrong. No, either I'm right the first time or it's hopeless. But, Dr. Roebling, you could... That other quick drill, please. Oh. Yes, sir. Yes, thank you. To think that a split second of madness could destroy a lifetime of work. Just one split second. Well, Doctor, does it work now? No, Kent. No. I've checked everything a dozen times. The trouble is, I don't remember. If only I could remember, but it's no use. It's no use. But you can't give up now, Doctor. Another hour or two may bring success. All right, Kent. I'll I'll try just once more. Just once more. Nothing. 
nine o'clock. Still no luck, doctor? No, Kent. I tell you, it's no use. Listen. Dr. Roebling. Is it all right? Wait. Wait, I'll set the direction dial to the National Cemetery at Gettysburg. Here. And, and the time dial to 10 a.m. November 10th, 1863. There. Now, if we pick up Lincoln's... Lincoln's Gettysburg address the way we did this afternoon, the machine's fixed. Pray, Kent. Pray, I'm throwing the switch. There's the murmur of the crowd. Yes. Four score and seven years ago, our fathers... It works, Dr. Roman. You fixed it. Listen to Lincoln's voice, clear as a bell. Well, there must be a kindly providence watching over me, Kent. A very kindly providence. Do you mind if I shut it off? My head's dropping. No, of course not. Now we... Kent, I don't know how to thank you for your help tonight. I was in your debt before, and now that debt can never be repaid. Nonsense, Dr. Roebling. The mere fact that you're going to let my newspaper publish the first story about your voice machine is sufficient payment for everything. But, uh... I meant to ask you a question, Doctor. Yes? Something concerning the machine. Mm-hmm. Since I'm going to do the story, I'd like to know as much about it as possible. I know you're tired, but I'm sure you won't mind answering just one question. Oh, no, no, of course not. Well, you demonstrated how it was possible by setting the time and direction dials of the voice machine to pick up sound waves no matter when they were created. That is, as long as you knew the time and place, the rest was easy. Mm-hmm. Well, what I'd like to know is whether the machine, if set for, oh, well, say... Seven minutes after ten, the exact time it is now. And directed to, let's say, the city of Metropolis. Would automatically pick up any and all conversations taking place at this moment throughout the city? Well, that's a very sensible question, Mr. Kent. Uh, now, to begin with, the, the direction dial cannot be set for the entire city, since that covers too wide an area. Oh, I see. It can, however, be set for the exact center of the city. And you can take your chances on whatever sounds are being produced at that location at the moment. Uh Now, uh, just a minute. I'll show you. Oh, don't bother now, Doctor. Some other time. No, no, it won't take but a few seconds. Now, let's see. It's exactly seven and a half minutes after ten. There. That takes care of the time dial. And now, the direction. Yes, there. Now, something should happen when I throw the switch. Sounds like traffic noises. Exactly what it is. We're tuned into a street corner. Wait, I'll change the direction. What's that? I believe it's a train. Well, you're right. We're at the railroad station. Yeah, well, let's try again. Now, here, I'll turn the direction dial just five points. All right, boys, sit down. Here's something. It's a meeting of some kind. You must be wondering what I got you down here for at this hour of the morning. Yeah, I hit the hay at six o'clock. A guy's got a sleep, don't he? Yes, Charlie, this is serious business. You all know what happened to Benson. He got caught. They're holding him for questioning. Hey, this sounds interesting, Dr. Roebling. He's liable to talk, and if he does, it'll be plenty bad for all of us. What are you going to do? I'm coming to that. Keep your shirt on. If Benson talks, we're all in the suit, including the big guy, and he don't like the idea at all. Okay. So something's got to be done about it, fast. What are you driving at, Duke? Somebody's got to get Benson before he opens his trap and shut it for him. Permanent. Did you hear that, Dr. Roebling? Yes, but what does it mean? Shh, wait a minute. One of you boys is elected. 
Any volunteers? <laughs> I can almost see the yellow running off your spine. Well, that's a tough job, Duke. Benson's in jail. How many would get those? That's up to the lucky guy. He'll have to find a way. All right, since I figured none of you brave boys is going to step up and take the job, I rigged up another way of doing it. You see this hat? It's got seven slips of paper in it. One for each of us. Six of them are blank, but the seventh is marked with a black cross. The guy who gets the black cross does the job. They're drawing lots to commit a murder. Well, hadn't we better notify the police? No, wait this time. Listen. Okay, can the chatter. I'll pass the hat around. Everybody take a slip of paper, just one. Don't open it until I taste it. Take one, Lefty. White. Red. Curly. Take. Come on, Trigger. Joe. And you get the last one, Spot. Dr. Robling. Now, before you open them, get this straight. There's no backing out. Understand. The guy who gets the black cross does the job. Go ahead, open. I got it. Take it easy, Curly. The rest of you guys clear out. And not a word about this to anyone. Beat it. Hi, heaven, Mr. King. Just wait a minute. Sit down, Curly. Yeah, why did I have to get Sit down, it? I said. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting. Now get a hold of yourself, Curly. Stop shaking. Oh, I, I ain't shaking. Not much. Now listen to me. If you play this smart, you're on top of the heap, see? The big guy don't forget things like this. He pays off. And good. Yeah, but how'd I work it? Vincent's in the city jail. How'd I get to him? It's a set. What's that clicking noise, Ken? He's dialing a phone number. This is oh. amazing, Dr. Roebling. Simply amazing. Listen. Hello? What are you getting for fish today? Okay, Chief. Everything's all set. Yeah. I'll be there. Hello. I gotta go now, Curly. Meet me at the club in two hours. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that's all we're going to hear. Yes, I'm afraid so. Might as well turn the machine off. Uh, what do you make of it, Kent? It's all very simple. Benson, whoever he is, is a marked man, despite the fact that he's in jail. We know two names, Duke and Curly. The rest is shrouded in mystery. Well, you should be able to trace Benson easily enough. Yes, that won't be difficult. He can be protected for the time being. But why are they out to get him? And who is the big guy they refer to? Oh, well, I'll take it up with the police and the district attorney. Don't you worry about it, Dr. Roebling. Just keep the direction dial set where it is. We may hear more later. Well, it's strange, but I never realized the voice machine could be used to prevent crime. Doctor, that machine can rebuild civilization. Wait, what's that? That sounds like a police car stopping in your driveway. But shall we go upstairs? Oh, I think we'd better. Wait, someone's banging on the front door. I'll see who it is. Just a minute. Okay, buddy, get him up. Well, this is a surprise. Do the Metropolis police point their guns at everyone this early in the morning? I don't get why. Uh, what's the matter, Kent? Uh, why are these policemen pointing guns oh, at you? Are you Clark Kent? Yes. Well, you're under arrest. What? Put the bracelets on him, Clancy. Well, as Kent himself said only a moment ago, this is a surprise. What possible reason can there be for arresting the Daily Planet reporter? Is it at all likely that the strange turn of events is somehow connected with what Kent and Dr. Roebling just heard over the voice machine? Whatever it is, it's bound to be exciting. So don't fail to be with us next time. Listen in with Superman. Don't forget, tune in again for the next thrilling episode with Superman. Look, up in the sky. <laughs>
It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.